0: Hey guys, welcome to the Revenue Accelerator. I'm your host Kat Stansik and uh, how we do everything that I do, we're just going to jump right in. So I'm going to let Sherry Lee actually introduce herself and tell us a little bit more about what she does and why she loves it because she'll do a better job than I will of explaining it. Well, that's awesome. Thank you, Kat. There's been no I, preparation. I, I love not
1: knowing what the hell I'm doing. Oh, can I swear? Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, I love knowing I don't I'm not knowing what I'm doing when I hop on. So okay, so I'm Sherry Lee Wojcik, and um, my company offers Facebook marketing and Facebook ad services to entrepreneurs all over the world. Mostly teaching a lot of people who want to know how to do it themselves. We offer some done-for-you services. We do coaching, consulting, speaking, you know, the whole nine yards. And the thing for me, I started this business as a side gig. I was Mm -hmm. married. I had two kids. It was just going to be a part-time gig that I did to get me out of the house a couple of times a month, teaching workshops to local business owners, how to set up their Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And it was working really well. I was really enjoying it. My kids were six and 10. We were, I was committed to homeschooling them. And so I wanted to be at home a lot, Mm -hmm. right? It was all family first. Well, six months after I started doing this part-time thing, I took my kids out for our Friday and we had a pretty regular Friday schedule. Friday morning, we went to uh, homeschool swim lessons. Then we had lunch together at the community center. And then we went to a different community center for homeschool science lessons. And then we'd get home around dinner time. It was a full day. So while I'm sitting there waiting for them in science class, my husband calls me on my cell phone and I answer it. And he says, I've changed the locks on the house. Don't bother coming back. There's lots of hotels. And he hung up. And that's how we ended our 14 year marriage see i didn't even
0: know that story yeah (laughs)
1: what a d right (laughs) so that gives you an idea of what our marriage was like i mean Mm. nobody ends your marriage like that where everything was you know roses and everything was perfect beforehand so but literally Friday afternoon, four o'clock in the afternoon, just the clothes that we have on our backs, Mm. and um, no real money to my name, because he was providing for everybody and everything. Mm. So, you know, long story short, I mean, obviously, it was a nightmare at the time, the kids were devastated. I mean, I remember sitting in the community center with them just like sobbing, not understanding. I was like that. We spent a week in a hotel uh, and with a lawyer going back and forth to court court, and uh, him never showing up, him, you know, not playing nice. But a week later, we found out he had left the country and left me with about a million dollars in debt that he had incurred in my name. And that's when the adventure really began,
0: (laughs) because. You guys remember- can't like if you're only listening to the audio, like just imagine my mouth just completely <sighs> like on the floor right now. <laughs> what it it was crazy like the, I don't remember really the first 18 months of that
1: because I was so devastated it was like one foot in front of the other just get up every day if I didn't have my kids I think I would have stayed in bed for a year only it's amazing to replenish my supply of scotch because yeah. I, I mean I was absolutely <laughs> devastated and didn't know I mean everybody said well get a job put the kids in school and be." Like yeah why not do that
0: because that's like the easy solution
1: And I I wish I had a really good answer because I don't really know where this all of a sudden came from because I had never had a business before. Mm. I'd always been an employee until I got married. Mm. I thought I was a shitty employee. Turns out, I was just really an entrepreneur in employees. Club. Yeah, no, you're
0: shitty an employee because you're just not good at it. Like, I I know I've been fired multiple times. I, I am I not hireable. <laughs> right, two two
1: years in every job, and then just like, man, I can't I yeah. can't d- keep doing this. And I knew I had something with this Mm. teaching people and I love teaching. Mm. So I just thought I'll just start saying yes. So I took a couple of courses, you know, and I said yes to every opportunity. And I, I I thought like an employee, so I didn't really know how to set my rates. Mm. I let my clients tell me how much they wanted to pay me. Yeah, that's real scalable. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, the first couple of years were kind of just a mess and just get through and then, if things started shifting and changing, I did a lot of personal work and the kids did personal work. And, you know, here we are 10 years later now. And, you know, I'm, I'm, we're still in the house that I sold the house. I was with him. And that's what helped me get rid of the debt. Mm. And now we're in the same rental house, but you know, my kids are now second degree black belts in Taekwondo. Yes. One's 19. She's going to be 20 in May. The other one's 15. And, um, you know, I still work my business, but nobody tells me (laughs) how much they're going to pay me anymore. Um, and it's just been such an adventure. Like about two years after it all happened, I said to my daughter one day, this is going to be the best experience that ever happened to us. Mm -hmm. And she thought I was crazy, but that has been my focus since then is that there's no way. Like we can't change what happened, but there's yeah. no way I'm going to let that event define any of us in a negative way.
0: Well, there's, His you know, there's a movie. nothing have you ever, to do with us. You, the, the movie inside out. Right. Have you ever watched that? I haven't you? seen that. Okay. Well, so of course I have to make a standard movie reference, but essentially.
1: Ready. Really high know. level. If
0: you've never, yeah, it's a Disney movie, but it's like, basically there's a, think of a memory in an orb. And if you look at the memory in one, one angle. It's a sad memory, an angry memory, a jealous memory, whatever it's a, it's a certain negative connotation memory. But if you turn it slightly and look at it from a different angle, it becomes a joyful, happy memory. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of things like that when it comes to when we are a victim, either Mm -hmm. we decide that we're a victim or we are victimized in some capacity, there Mm -hmm. is a choice that can be made. And you can choose to allow that thing that happened to perpetuate itself and to continue to fester and you stay in that victim mentality, or you can do exactly what you did, um, which is basically ACDC it, right? (laughs) Which is translate that energy from this negative and, you know, put it through a process that basically allows it for you to be propelled and become a victor.
1: Um,
0: Now you said something that was really kind of like, I was like, yes, I want to hear more about that when you talked about your pricing, you said initially people told you what they were going to pay you because you just, that's where you were. The, the, there was, I'm going to say yeah. it. There was no confidence. You yeah, were I'm done not. and you were going to, you're chasing the dollar and you were just going to take what you could get. Yep. But now it's like, no, I set the price. So mm-hmm. what happened to go from pay me what you think I'm worth to this is what I'm worth? Well, that's
1: the key is I mean, I've done, I'm, I'm relentless in personal work Mm. and I never give up. I'll quit for five minutes. I'll say F it. I'm done and I'm going to get a job. I'm tired of this. And I walk away for like five minutes and you know, or I go for a drive or go swimming and I'm back. So I never really quit and I'm, Mm. I'm the same personally as well. And I've just been relentless in personal work, Mm. especially since that happened. I mean, I had started counseling about six months before all that happened with him. Mm. And what's funny, I laugh about this now because I, she asked me the first day, why are you getting counseling? And I said, well, I want to know what's wrong with me. I'm in a really good marriage. I've got a really good husband. He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't do drugs. He doesn't cheat. He's around He provides for us, and I'm never happy, and I don't understand why. Well, (laughs) it took me six months to figure out that it was an abusive marriage. Mm. He never hit me, so I didn't know I was Mm. being abused. I Mm -hmm. put it off. He had a bad day. I'll forgive that one. It was that little, the frog in the pot on the on the yeah being boiled
0: up. Yeah, yeah.
1: Right, like it was just a little step every day of him chipping away. And it took me a full six months before I could say he was abusive and he was abusive to the kids too. And if I was going to make this the best thing that ever happened to us, him leaving, then I better keep doing the work until I saw my value. Mm -hmm. And I saw other people doing very similar offering, very similar things to what Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. was offering I would buy other people's programs because Mm. I thought, well, they obviously know more than me. And then you watch the program and be like,
0: Hey, that's what I teach.
1: (laughs) Or that's not even as good as what I um, like. Right. And I'm going, wait a minute. So at some point I went, the only thing that's different between these people having success and me having what I'm having is my level of self-confidence. So I just never stopped. Now, a year and a half ago, I discovered something called access consciousness. And Mm. that for me has really been the icing on the cake uh, from everything else that I did. Mm -hmm. And it's been, it's been hard work. I've done a lot of work and I use the tools of access consciousness every day.
0: Now, do you Um, use it with your clients too? Like that's
1: I do. Like, I bring it in with my clients because my clients say a lot of the same stuff that yeah. I used to say. Yeah. And they, you know, they feel similar to how I used to feel and they judge themselves or they hold themselves back or they believe bullshit about themselves yep. or they compare other people. And I kind of, I'm not certified to.
0: No, but you're learning the skill sets. Some, right. But, but I mean, I
1: spr- sprinkle it in for them. Right. That's and that's brilliant. That's make them go, wait a minute think about that for a minute, right? Or just ask this question cuz the whole key is being in question and not looking for the results. And I was always chasing the results and cat, you know with kids, dogs, if you chase they run. Yeah. That's exactly what results
0: in clients happens and clients and money men too. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Anything you chase tends to run. Right. So, well, so there's an energy there like that I want to yeah. kind of address real quick which is um, especially when it comes to sales and generating leads and, and making more money in general, it's just when you're so attached to a certain outcome, when you're like, I'm gonna catch this person, yeah. um, like then you're not actually getting the result that you want because you know it's an indication that there's a you're in a place of lack, essentially. Yes. So if you're yeah. so focused on, yes, I absolutely talk about making money, but for me, money is a reflection of the impact, right? And so yes, yes I wanna help more people do that. But if you're in a place of desperation, that's a different energetic space. Um, which is where you were initially, which is yeah. why you couldn't demand because you could be, and, and this has happened to me, it's happened to my clients and I'm sure it's happened to you, which is you're still doing the same level of work. Of course, you're improving it, you're adding value, you're, you're, consciously, you're, you're continuously learning and making your process better. But the majority of the core of what you teach is probably still the same. Mm-hmm. And the only difference is, is your level of confidence and your ability to charge even more than you did before Not because the content is that much different, just because you're confident in yourself and your ability to help your clients get results, which actually brings me to the question of like, what do you help your clients achieve? Because, you know, people talk about Facebook ads and they talk about, you know, LinkedIn and all this stuff, right? Platforms. But what do you help people do? You know, uh, what I'm finding,
1: especially in the last year, I really help people get massive visibility for Mm. their message. Yes and they use the facebook platform to do that and i help them get really clear on how to speak so that their audience their community is attracted to them Mm. so they're not talking about the process as much as the results and the outcomes and the transformation that they help with Um, i had a client last week i've been working with her for eight months and it's been i've been for eight months trying to get her to stop talking about the process. And she was having a hard time getting out of it. And then a couple of weeks ago, I just said to her, think about writing it as if you were writing for them. Imagine if, and you could see like an explosion go Mm. off in her head Mm -hmm. where she went, Oh, that's it and all of a sudden everything is different her copy is different the way she's talking about her business is different and she's gone she's running a a a free uh, workshop and she does yoga so the first time she ran it she talked about the yoga pose
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: the pose that we're doing and we're working on this pose and that sort of stuff and now she's talking about stretching your limits
0: yes. and, you know, not
1: letting yourself be held back and not letting somebody else tell you what, and it's the same thing, but she's got three times the people signed up for this thing Yep, yep. on a minuscule little ads budget. So for me, I help people get clear on that message and mm. speak so that their community really hears the impact and then use Facebook to get really visible and to be repetitive.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. Yes. We need to
1: say things way more than we think we do. We'll
0: you know, do- it's amazing how people think that they need to constantly recreate the wheel or constantly create <sighs> just this d- disgusting amount that. of content, right? And and there are people out there who's who have had successful careers in creating a ton of content. So here's my secret theory on that. They didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> They created so much content trying to figure out what they do and the results that they they leverage. And it goes to show you that you can leverage mistakes from the past in order to build credibility, right? Of being like, oh, I wrote 50 books because 49 of them, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, right? Um, so you talked about yeah. small ads because there's a lot of people out there who are like agencies and it's like 10, 20, 100, $500,000 a month, ad spend budgets—that That is not what you're about, right? Mm -mm. So tell Mm -mm. us a little bit more about like, now I'm going to say, this is my, my, my warning side. I am all about organic Legion, all about organic closing, but that's because people need to create success and they need to understand how to overcome objections and how to talk about their program in a way that gets people buying first, because I always add technology to automate success and to amplify success versus people who are just throwing money out there thinking that Facebook ads is going to solve their problems, which I know you agree with me with that. So I just want to caveat that I'm not against Facebook ads. I'm just against using them when you guys don't close sales consistently. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. And listen, Facebook ads are not the holy grail that are just going to do it all by themselves. You yep. still have to be present. You still have to be focused on growing your community and interacting and serving. You have to do work. What? Hell yeah. You can't just set up an ad and go off and enjoy the riches. That rarely happens.
0: It only and- happens for people who have a team in place. Maybe that person is working 10 hours a week, but that's because they have a VA working 40, five other, you know, an OBM working 30, and three other assistants yeah. working 20 hours each. They're doing the work.
1: Yes. Exactly. And they already know how to close. Mm. They already know what the copy needs to be. They yes. already know what images they know resonate their with their community. Yes. They know what the offers are and that they're right. And then they repeat them.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, look at people who are super successful. And we had mentioned uh, Jeff Walker earlier. Yep,
0: Yeah. We were talking about him. He
1: hasn't invented anything new nope. in a while. That
0: The launch he's process found, is not his. It's not an original idea of his. He's
1: found a thing and he's kept, re- he keeps repeating it though you know um Stu McLaren who teaches tribe who Mm -hmm. actually set up Jeff's um membership community every year he launches the same program yep with this you know he may update his content a little bit he may update his videos a little bit but his process is the same. He does it once a year. It's not a new program that he offers every year. He doesn't reinvent the wheel. Nope. He, he found the thing that works and then he keeps doing it. And, and that's the key is
0: it. he found yeah. the thing that works. It took him time. It took him effort. It took him, you know, blood, sweat and tears uh, doing work to get to that place where he figured out the thing that would convert. And then they do what you do, which is they, they tweak it a little bit to see if it'll convert better. And if it doesn't, then they go back and then they, you know, sometimes it's a two-step Forward, one step back, sometimes it's five steps forward. Yeah, um, but I'd love to hear more about like what your recommendations are on how to leverage Facebook effectively when your ad budget isn't with a comma, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> and to be honest, most of my clients aren't using you know that big of an ad budget. But one thing, you know, people are really they love to hate on Facebook,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um. Uh, you know, I personally love Facebook, but what a lot of people don't realize is that if they take the time to use Facebook the way Facebook wants you to use it, Facebook actually will play nice with you and reward oh, you. Go figure. So Facebook wants you to do business on your business page, yeah. not on your profile. Yeah, There's a lot of people who do it on their profile and they don't get caught. That's fine. But if they do there's going to be trouble. They'll Mm -hmm. lose their account. Mm -hmm. They want you to do it on your business page. If you take the time to grow a community on your business page and use all the little bells and whistles Facebook gives you like your cover image properly, you name Mm -hmm. it properly. Mm -hmm. You use the right profile image. You create the right retargeting audiences Mm -hmm. in the ads manager. You can retarget those people that engage with your page. Facebook actually rewards you. So About two years ago, Facebook, Facebook's always studying, but two years ago, they did a study and they discovered that the platform was still growing. So people Mm -hmm. were still joining, new people were coming in, but people were not having as much fun on the platform and they were not staying on the platform as long because people come to social media to have fun, to be entertained, to be educated. Maybe they're looking for recommendations on things. They're not overtly saying, I got to go find that widget and buy it on Facebook. They're not thinking that directly, but it happens a lot.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: Facebook said, well, wait a minute. If people aren't having fun, they're leaving Facebook. They're going to another social channel. That means their time on Facebook is less, which is bad for us as marketers. Bad for their bottom line. We get it. We get it. (laughs) So they challenged us as page owners to be more interactive Hmm. to get more conversation happening on our Facebook pages. It's not impossible Mm -hmm. to do that. In fact, it's incredibly easy to get people to see your posts and interact and to get greater reach than most people even think. And every time you get a like, a comment or a share, Facebook tracks that Mm. and gives your next post even more reach. Mm. Because yep, if it rewards you're being that entertaining, engagement. engaging, informative, then they're going to say that it's like a frequent shoppers program. That yeah. post is interesting. I'm going to show that to more people because we want the interesting things in the news feeds that will keep people on Facebook.
0: So the rumor right now is that groups are a Hot priority for facebook that that's where we people should be focusing their attention on that you know facebook had kind of you know slapped um it kind of put groups on the back burner and they have kind of brought it back to the front burner is that rumor true and then what can people do to kind of increase that engagement so it so let me ask a better question what can people do to grow their facebook groups with ads So there's, there's the trick. And so yes,
1: groups are definitely a focus for Facebook. I've been seeing Facebook groups ads on TV, right? You know, my, my daughter looked at me and said, why is Facebook running
0: ads for groups? Wow. I had not heard
1: that. It's amazing. Like there was an ad for, um, ukulele groups and they highlighted like five ukulele groups on Facebook that have massive followings, cross platform marketing. It's amazing. I, I I'm love watching seeing these commercials. But anyways, groups, yes, that's a very big focus. But here's the thing. It's you cannot run ads to the members of your groups, mm-hmm, or to your group directly. Mm-hmm. And so you cannot retarget anything in your groups. Now, right. I just want to take a quick step retargeting is where you have a connection with somebody already. And then you're running ads to them to strengthen your message or to make sure you're in front of them more often. And any of those big guys that you see talking about having, you know, I ran an ad this weekend, I made a million dollars and here I am with my Lamborghini at the beach.
0: They're retargeting. We all know they rented and maxed out their credit card. Let me just say that's bullshit.
1: (laughs) Right but they're retargeting. Or they they spend like
0: 99% of the ads. Anyway, those are called self-liquidating ads, guys. That means that they put as much money in as they come out. That means they're not making money off of those ads, just so you're aware.
1: (laughs) And the ones that do have some success are retargeting. They are not running sales ads to cold audiences that have never heard of them. They're Mm -hmm. running them to warm audiences. Mm -hmm, mm So yes, focus on growing your group, But also grow your page because you can retarget the people on your page in ads. And that's where the sweet sauce is for sales and growth. You can grow your ad, your group using ads by sending people from your ad off of Facebook to a landing page. With great copy and a great call to action and a button that takes them back to your Facebook group. Mm. So it's kind of a circle, but you can't use a Facebook URL in the ad to get them to a Facebook group. So you have to send them off, which is gonna cost you a little bit more because Facebook really doesn't want us driving people off of Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna drive us a little bit more, but you know what you can do then? You can get your Pixel installed on that landing page and you can now retarget those people who landed there and ended up back at your group in other ads.
0: So, so I've so- got some of like, we're kind of, kind of coming up on it, but one of the biggest things you've talked about here is retargeting, like super, like, and growing on your Facebook, you know, your business page in terms of really loving that we're leveraging that business page in order to target, retarget, attract, nurture, even convert people. Um, yeah. What would be like a couple more, like you need to do this on Facebook. And if you're not doing this, you're leaving tons of money on, on, on the table
1: you need to be doing Facebook lives. Mm. And that's the thing that most people really hate to do because they don't want to be seen. And I Mm. totally get it. When webinars became a thing, when was that like 2015,
0: 2014? Something like that,
1: right? And I'm like, oh, I can't do a webinar. Uh, This makes me, I'm so visible people. I can't hide anymore. Then I got used to hiding behind slides, right? And nobody could see me. (laughs) And then Facebook lives I came out and I went, what <laughs> now I have to be seen. Are you kidding? It can be challenging, but Facebook loves Facebook lives mm. because they natively start there. Mm-hmm. People love Facebook lives. As long as you are clear, you don't just get on and ramble endlessly, have a purpose, have a mission, yeah. make it short, deliver something of value to your audience so that they can watch. But we go back to retargeting now you can retarget the people who watch those videos and invite them to a free offer to get them onto your email list or invite them to your Facebook group or invite them to a paid offer. I mean, there's so many things you can do. The key is to go from this massive 2 billion people party room that we're in on Facebook and narrow those people down and get them to know that you exist then to get them to grow a relationship with you And then get them into places so you can retarget and repeat, 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 repeat.
0: That right there. Repeat, 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 repeat. Guys, get a strategy, get it working right. It's just like a recipe. You can have all the ingredients you want, but if you do different levels of each one, you'll go from having pancakes to having crepes to having a cake right you got to figure out what yeah. it is that your people want to eat put the right ingredients together and get them that, that recipe going just right so that you don't even have to look at the recipe card anymore you know those people who can just be like yeah. hmm that's about you know they kind of half you know they kind of just whip things together. Um, Shirley, you've been amazing. You dropped so much value. How can people get more information from you or get in touch with you to learn more about how they can leverage Facebook ads strategically, effectively in a manner in which that they don't break the bank?
1: Well, obviously my home is Facebook, (laughs) so I'm on Facebook a lot. (laughs) Uh, I have a Facebook group that, you know, if anybody wants to join that, it's called the Badass Facebook Marketing Club. We do a whole bunch of fun stuff there to teach you how to use Facebook pages and groups and ads to grow your business, and my Facebook page, that's in my name, Sherry Lee Wojcic, happy to connect with you there. Awesome. And um, I'd love to, yeah, I love helping people succeed and watching them grow and achieve their dreams. That's the goal, right?
0: Yes. And I forgot to ask one more question, which is okay. what do you see the biggest mistake that people are making on Facebook that's costing them a ton and not necessarily meaning that they're swiping the credit card, but it's costing them opportunity.
1: hmm Um, There's a couple things I would say a lot of people think, all I have to do is run a Facebook ad Mm. and it'll be okay. Mm. And I think a lot of people run ads before their business is ready, before Mm. they're ready and they're running the wrong kind of ads to the wrong people at the wrong time and they're not getting results. And so they're discouraged by that. So don't just jump on the the bandwagon and, and start running ads. Facebook makes it easy to run ads and they make it look easy to execute ads. And it's easy to push buttons and spend money, but without a clear, without being clear on what's the copy supposed to be? What's the image supposed to be strategy? Yeah. Who are these people that are seeing this ad? How do I segment out of that 2 billion people? Because if you try to reach 2 billion people, your ad better budget better be huge, right? (laughs) So I think the biggest mistake I see people make is thinking that Facebook is purely a marketing platform and that they can run ads at any time. And the other thing I would say is they think they don't have to be present and build relationships Mm. in order to do business. And that's come back to me so many times in the last year is the success in your business will come if you are present in your business and contributing to your business.
0: You guys pay attention. These high level marketers, you know, look what they do. Not necessarily always what they teach, but high ticket sales are closed on the phone. People are not converting um, people over on a sales page. You're, you're getting on the phone. I don't care what guru level it is. If you're going to be pocketing out some comma value, level dollars, then they're gonna, you're going to be hopping on the phone. So remember, this isn't about hiding behind your computer screen and setting up a perfect funnel that will get you all the millions of dollars that you're wanting to make. You're going to have to have conversations. You have to build those relationships. Yeah. And the strategies that Sherry Lee are sharing are golden. So make sure you check out her Facebook group again, which is, I'm going to let you repeat it. The Badass Facebook Marketing Club. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. And make sure you guys check out the show notes. Everything is going to be there for you guys to check out. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Cap. Bye, everyone.